0: Log Talk Radio. Five,
1: four, three. I got your so intro. So, Mike, I got it. One, go. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is another amazing game day Sunday. We have a lot going on in the NFC North today. So this is your host, Cast the Football Fan Rush Radio. I'm quite sure most of you guys are already up watching the Lions get debacles by the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry if you woke up for that. That's just the Football Fan news. But we have Mike and Michael on the line. What's
2: up, fellas? You ready for some NFC North competition today? Yes, we are. I'm back, and I'm alive, I think. Um, I survived last week. Yeah, y'all wanted me to call into the show. I was still turning over. Uh wasn't looking good. And for this week, for this Sunday, to watch the Lions, i already said, the Lions are already irrelevant this year. Uh, they're irrelevant they're right winning. now.
1: They flew all the way to London to be irrelevant. That's
2: awesome. And uh, it says their only win this year is in overtime against the Bears, and they're down 31 to 3 at this moment. Yeah, they're irrelevant. So, that's us go talk about <laughs> the real quick, just in, in this conversation.
3: Wow. Michael, what's
1: good Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning.
3: Good morning. I guess he's already like, I don't want to talk about that. We got right into that real quick. But I agree with him. You know, you take that. It's like a vacation. It'll be a I mean, literally,
2: uh, everybody for the last three years has been trying to say,
0: well, the, the, the of this. The
2: And I've been saying their discipline is questionable, and whatever we've been saying about them, I want to be wrong, but it looks like I'm way too right on the line. Well, well actually, I think a lot just of you always yeah.
1: say that they look good on paper. You've always said that they look good on paper, be it disciplined or not. You've always commented on the fact that they look good on paper. So I agree with you. They look immaculate on paper, especially when they had Nick Fairley and Dominical. But today in 2015, not so much. Yeah, it's, not it's not even just
2: that they're, they're losing; they're losing to the Chiefs. Another irrelevant thing.
1: No, not the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not irrelevant. No, I'm
2: sorry. Just yeah, until three three is, the Bears got lucky Jamal Charles slip-up. Yeah, I the mean, I hate to admit it,
1: Jamal Charles, their offense looks stagnant without
2: Jamal Charles. But the reality is, regardless of what the reason, the Kansas City Chiefs for 2015, 2016, irrelevant. I mean, shoot, for lack of a better way of putting it, we haven't gotten to them yet
3: but well, my Bears seem to be irrelevant, too. So
1: when we got to say it, we got to say
3: it. He just said the Bears are irrelevant, y'all. Right, and I wonder did he he it. he did say that. I mean, uh, uh, this is on record. He said they're
2: irrelevant. I mean, I can, I can oh. still be here and Better than they are. But unless they're at least second in a division, in a conference, that is going to be a gauntlet just to be in the top six. The wild cards is going to be a fight to get it. Look at the wild cards right now: Atlanta, who has one loss, uh, and who else is uh, up, up there fighting for it? Is because the, the division leaders are looking like Carolina. <laughs> Uh Arizona, Green Bay. The 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 Bears would like to be relevant but they're rebuilding. But let's be back on the because we got plenty of time to Yeah, okay,
1: let's swing it swing it back to the Lions. Oh, do we have Bears talk? Yeah, says the Vikings fan. Um, moving back over to the Lions, what do you guys think the Lions actually need? To become a competitor next year, a, a real contender. For the last few years, um, with the exception of one season, we're almost going on maybe eight or nine years that they just can't seem to pull it together. So in this off season, what do they need? They need a new owner, they
2: need a new GM, they need to trade Megatron. Um, They they need to blow up the whole organization. He said they need a
0: new Uh, owner,
2: somebody needs to buy them out. Uh, New owner, new GM, they They need to trade Megatron. If they could get something for it, I would say trade Matt Stafford too. I mean, blow it up for real. Because I'm I'm not thinking it's a small fix that they will be good next year. They need to blow it up. When you're competing with, let's keep this honest, you're competing with the Packers every year. You can't tips on your way into first place, you have to do something dramatic. That short time period that the Bears were at the top of the division was short because the Packers never let go. Uh, That's what we're being honest. And the Lions thought they were going to be the next thing coming for the NFC and literally the Vikings are saying we still are here. And the Lions are not. The Lions are
1: taking a so fast, raw. So in the so in the off season, looking at the Lions team as a whole, what do they really need to dump? I mean, should are, are the Lions in a predicament where they honestly need more youth? Is it a coaching situation? And we just saw them let two coordinators go and actually bring in you know replacement coordinators, especially on the offense. So they're trying to make the moves. I think they're making the moves a little slow. It's almost like it's not a sense of urgency. And I guess when this is your you know when you're what one and seven, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I guess you know it really doesn't matter. You know the sense of urgency, but should they go younger? Is it a going younger thing? Do they need more veterans? What are what is missing with the lions? It's why they cannot connect and 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 bring out another. I do W? I don't I don't really get it. Well,
3: well, I think the biggest problem is they need a the salary or you know, with all the dead money they have, they can't go get anybody, you know, if we go back to the article you posted a couple of weeks ago. So to get them where they need to be, it's going to take money. And that's the the reality of it. They can go, you know, as far as, you know, what they should do in the personnel issue, you know, I would definitely say they probably need to go younger, go after some younger players, some more hungrier players, you know, It may be time to let Calvin Johnson go. As much as he may want to stay there, it may be that time. But, you know, as far as, you know, they haven't made any moves at all this entire season up to this point as far as who they're going to trade, who they're going to get rid of, or anything like that. So, with that in mind, it, it, that's, that's probably top of What they're doing, they're, they're probably sitting back waiting that. and saying "Oh, you know what? We know we're not going to have a great year. That's, that's the reality." Of it.
2: And that's the exact reason why I say the start needs to happen up top. Um, I was, I know they're not going to go get a new owner, so I, that that part was a joke. But they do need a new GM because a new GM is going to come in and try to do, put his stamp on it. It's time for you to make a conscious decision if you're going to keep Matt Stafford or Calvin Johnson, one of them has to go, if not both of them, because you got to get get youth. And you can't get young without trading people. Uh, and literally trading, those are your biggest trade assets. Because otherwise, they don't have anything else worth trading. And with Calvin Johnson being the player that he is, and at least the name that he is, he can get back a third or fourth round pick. Matt Stafford could probably get a second round or third round pick. I don't think either one of I them I, the first round.
1: No, not not at not at this point. But I definitely, I even put the question out there on Twitter. So if anyone's listening live, you can follow us on Twitter at Football Fan Rush, and I'm asking Lions fans and just football fans in general. What the Lions need to truly become contenders next season, it's obvious this season is a wrap. They're at the bottom of the NFC North, they're at the bottom of the NFL, and at this point they can only position themselves for some of the best picks that are coming out of college for the 2016 season. Now here's another thing. With that happening in the draft, would you be shocked to see them give up Calvin Johnson to get a few more early
2: draft picks to be able to trade down? No. No. No, not at We're all. I'll be shocked at all. I'll actually be more shocked if they don't. No, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. I would.
1: <laughs> well, on on that note, Calvin Johnson, your job is not safe at all. And I'm shocked that Golden Tate's
2: still there.
1: So we've given up the lions, ladies Tate, and gentlemen. Uh, I tried to have hope. <laughs> I tried Golden to Golden was
2: smart to get out when he did leave uh, Seattle when he did cash in on, on his work.
3: He got his checks, but he's not worth what he's getting paid. I don't think so either. I think, a lot, you know, like we said, a lot of it has to do with money. Wherever you put your resources. You know, and and those, and when they get to the point to where they're not being productive like you need them to be, then you have to make a decision on whether or not they're worth you even being involved with. You know, at this point, I think they're doing exactly what we're talking about, which is waiting until they have the opportunity to, you know, position themselves to get better picks, you know, and rebuild the team. Um, How that's going to work out with the, you know, with the salary cap is. Probably going to be the most interesting thing to watch because they do have so much dead money sitting around. So, you know, it, it, right now they need all the help they can get. <laughs> you know, we're being totally honest about That's it true. Cause this isn't like the it, first yeah. time they had it. This isn't the first time they've been in that position. you know been in a position where it has been like this in recent history.
0: Yeah, you know, so, so I, I agree. They
3: have to, so they have to definitely do make some changes. You know. It, it, as great a quarterback as Matt Stafford is, is, he may have to and go, they have to We don't play, know.
1: They've got great players. They're just not bringing it together. And that, that's thats the
2: so, – well, you, you the look thing at what they have, I have on
0: paper
2: and See, ahead. that's the problem. I think part of it is we want to believe that some of these players are still great. Are they great anymore? That's a very real question.
3: Well, are Matt Stafford is
1: pulling – Matt Stafford's pulling one yeah, Matt Stafford is, is pulling an excellent one, okay, one. So and, and I see okay, Matt so I, see, I Matt saw Stafford? Matt's mediocrity, Matt mediocrity turns way above average and it could be on his way to great. So I've actually I I actually do see it when it comes to that. You
2: don't say Matt Stafford's still great, so that might be a reason to keep Matt Stafford. But what about the rest of the team? Right, is anybody else I only have... other person the only person on that team that I would say is untradeable is Ebron, the tight end. Eric Ebron, really? You think? Yep, that's the, that's the only person I would say is. Uh, the only,
1: and, I, and if I had to say that the only person I'm going to say is untradable is actually the lovely rookie who's running all over the place, and that's Amir. <sighs> Hold on to him. That's well, a great young talent. He's explosive. He's fast. He... He's great to watch.
2: But if There's but Ebron. if I could do
1: something good for Eric while Eric is in his prime, putting up those numbers, as the Lions, I would do it.
2: But see, I believe Eric Ebron hasn't even hit his prime yet, and he still he still has youth on his side. Because what is he on his second or third season only?
1: Yeah,
2: he is, but still. So he's only on his. So because one of the things we were questioning, do we need to get youth? Well, he's one of the players that actually has youth. Yeah, but they also need
1: something for leverage, and they don't have many people to, to leverage. A lot of a lot of their. Players are older and have a, a, a serious history with injuries. I mean, you know, if, if you below the, like all of them, if you look at the just the injuries, that's not a lot of leverage. And when you're trying to build a team to where the Lions need to go, then um, you definitely you, you you're gonna need something with a little bit of leverage. You've got to you've got to do it. It's got to be something What's with you? a little bit of leverage. You've got to have a player about, that you can do that with,
2: and Megatron just isn't it anymore. Well, the good thing that's about where I would have, are now. I mean, I feel like Matt Stafford is a better better piece of trade. The only reason I would be afraid to trade him is because I, we all know how hard it is to find a good quarterback. But other than that, I would say I would rather get rid of Matt Stafford because, like we said, we don't think Megatron is going to get much back.
3: Well, then you're getting rid of the wrong person. Because, you know, Matt's not – it's not like he's having a bad season. He's actually having a pretty good season considering their record. But sometimes you have to trade
2: players when they're good to get something.
3: Well, well, then that's why we get rid of the wide receivers because you have to look at the fact that they're not producing. You know, if they well, have well, the – you know, right. See, I you know, think so Eric Ebert it, – I think that you know you. If, if you're smart, what you do is you go you get go and you get you and you draft you a very solid backup, one that you can develop that you can have behind Matt Stafford for as long as yeah. you want to continue to have him there. That makes more sense than getting rid of him and having somebody come in. Now, if you're smart, you know um, then they who did, then they just just wanted to get fired from under the offensive coordinator or somebody.
2: Yes, they did.
3: Right, so. Now they are pretty much if you, you fired your offensive coordinator and now you're losing because you don't have an <laughs> offensive coordinator. So, you know, so it's, it's
2: not, it's not you always can't score.
3: It's not, you know what I'm saying? So, so you have to look at it from the standpoint of
2: You have It's clear the offense is a problem.
3: Exactly. So you have to look at it from the standpoint of what's really going to be beneficial. So I have a great quarterback. Matt Stafford. I'd rather get him a solid backup that, in case he goes down, I know it's still going to be able to produce. Megatron's not producing the way he needs to. He's made some, you know, decent catches over the past couple of weeks since he's been in there. But let's face it, it's not really too many people that that's you know threatened by him at this point. You know, once you learn how to defend, once you learn how to defend a player. You know how to defend the player. You know how to down, take him out of the game, so he's not really effective. Their wide, their wide receiver core has not helped them at all. I mean, you know, we could talk about the Bears, the win over the Bears, but that's not, like, really giving them much credit because they play the Bears. Right. You I know, now, that. now see if now not right. You know, but now if they go and they play, like, if they go and they beat Green Bay or if they go and they, you know – and they and they beat like you know a New England or somebody like that. Then okay, then you, then you have something to talk about because it's not like their defense is bad. Defensively, they're they're pretty sound when you look at it. Their defense uh, is not well, bad at all. You, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. You
2: saying their defense is pretty sound in Detroit right
3: now? No, i mean, even with them. I'm I'm talking about talent wise. I'm not talking about score. If I, if the score was negative, the score thirty one. You know <laughs> when you score, get thirty one, when, when you on have you, a problem. Right, Well see, when you have when you're looking at teams and things like this, and this is what I learned in college ball. If you don't have the right coaching, it doesn't matter how how much talent you have on the field. If you don't know how to utilize, it. period. Oh, I agree with that. It will not. So you can have the you can have the biggest name coach sitting here in this place, and if he doesn't know how to use it, can't develop a scheme to utilize the talent in front of him. Then I'm gonna be honest. You do get, you. you, get bad results. I'm going to be honest with
2: you. I believe Jim Caldwell is an excellent coordinator. I think he needs to stay um, at the coordinator level. I don't think he's a good head coach. I really feel that way. He can't. the, The Colts looked like hot garbage in his rookie season as a head coach. Don't get me wrong. I understand that was the season that Peyton Manning was injured. But, the only thing they added in the following season was the only thing they added was Andrew Luck, and they made the playoffs in Andrew Luck's rookie year. That's the only major thing they added. So, to me, that's a, an attack on Caldwell and his ability to be a head coach. And when he gets to Detroit, they start off good last season and then they fell apart. This season, they just were never good, and they just been at the bottom of the world. Even mm-hmm. if they get their act together, they're, it's too late. I think but, certain people
3: but, are the I mean, but you're still, like, giving him credit. I mean, I know you're saying that he's a good, you know, Coordinator. I think he's a good offensive but, coordinator, but he, but, off but, but but keeping that in perspective, he's a good offensive coordinator. You can't. Then how you explain the fact that they can't put points on the board and win consistently? Well, he's not. Well, the, well, the problem is
2: he released the. Uh, offensive coordinator duties over to an offensive coordinator. He needs to take those duties back over. Well, that well, this, and that to this me is Jay, attacks on his ability to be a head well, coach. This, this he is needs what, to know.
3: This is, this is what I've learned from from my own experience, what I've seen and witnessed firsthand in college ball. And for you and LV, if you're if you're if you're a smart head coach, and your offensive coordinator is not getting the job done, you don't wait until you have no wins on the board. What is that record? Give me just a moment, people. You don't wait until you're one and safe to get rid of dog on offensive coordinator. You just don't. You don't wait until you can't put any points on the board at all I'm 100% to win. I'm one hundred percent in agreement with you. you know, one hundred percent. That's so the problem. It's like it's like he's not you know, a good
2: head coach. We're,
3: we're he's uh,
2: not a good head coach. But hey, I do you do you guys
1: that we have never we have never spent thirty minutes on on the line? This is absolutely hilarious.
2: It'll be this because is the really most of and, and right and and so real, much to talk about of how horrible they
1: are. Jesus. You know, so well, one person on our Twitter did say the one thing that they need to fix is the O line.
2: What do yes. you guys think? I do think something? they need to fix the O line but literally give me a football team in the NFL, the O line is not something they need to fix. The only thing that halfway everybody has stopped talking bad about the O-line, is the Dallas Cowboys. Even the Patriots were saying they need to fix their O-line. So I'm, while I'm 100% agreement that the Cowboys need to fix their O, I I mean, excuse me, that the Lions need to fix their O-line, that's not a new concept on any football team in the NFL. They definitely need to fix their O-line. Heck, the Bears, even when they won the Super Bowl 20 in 1985, they needed to fix their O-line. You can win in spite of an O-line. You cannot win in spite of a QB. You cannot win in spite of a coach. You cannot win in spite of a concept of winning. The Lions do not have that concept, and they have not had that concept ever. The closest thing to having a winning concept, they didn't win
3: much, and that was with Barry Sanders. <laughs> you man, I used to be so sad for him because he I mean all if he that ran talent, the solid and they line. couldn't do anything. They could not do anything, and you know, and, and it's like I don't, I don't know what what the issue is with just Detroit history, period, when it comes to football.
2: I mean, like they have, uh, they'll, they'll have all, the, they'll have all the talent in the world,
3: but cannot win consistently.
2: Well, the problem that I do believe that consistently happens in Detroit. There's a few other cities that can lay claim to this. Chicago was one of them. When Detroit gets one talented player, maybe a second one, they're happy with that. They don't try to build around that because they got Calvin Johnson and Matt Stafford, and then they stopped. The Bears got Matt Forte and Brandon Marshall, and they stopped. We can name a list of other things that have happened with a new, list of other teams in it, in our history. But if you look at the winning teams, the Packers, the Patriots, heck, even at this point you've got to put the Seattle Seahawks in this conversation. When they build, they build. Because when you go in the stands, and you look in those stadiums on Sunday, it's not any one jersey. It's five or six or seven different players' jerseys that everybody is wearing. You go to a Bears game today, they're wearing two players' jerseys or actually what they're usually doing is they're wearing players' jerseys that are no longer on the Bears. We'll see. We can go to the social today. Oh, like the the we really good see, player. We will see more Peyton, uh, Walter Payton, Brian Urlacher, and Dick Buster's jerseys than we will see of Matt Forte, <laughs> so, Jay Cutler, Sean Jefferson. <laughs> all
1: right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're just saying this. We know that the Lions season is officially over. They will be continuing to play for these next seven weeks of their contract. <laughs> are we you really sure? You. <laughs> we have to still watch this? Yeah, yeah, we they'll, they'll, they'll be uh, there. You um, don't have to watch. They get a check. They go to practice. They're going to they try. They're gonna they are gonna. Ch- get a check for doing this. Oh, I know. Man, they get a check, Mike. So, Lions, we're going to have to check back with you again next season. We're still going to you know, be checking for you this season, see what changes that you guys make slowly. <laughs> but we're checking for you next season. Lions fans, we're so sorry, but stick it out. I love the fact that even Lions fans are coming together to raise money to buy the team. They think that'll even help. And I think the last time I checked, they were at, like, $520 million. That's hilarious. So, moving right along, we have another amazing matchup today. It is the Battle of the Undefeated. I, I need, like, amazing crowd noise for this one because this is truly the Battle of the Undefeated. Of Two teams who honestly can't figure out why they're undefeated.
0: Right. And we, we have the unsteady, Green Bay Packers
1: invading Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos. And if I could just, yeah, that's a that's, that's matchup. I've, I know tons of Packers fans who actually made their way to the game. Packers fans travel. Where do y'all work? The they like go every, every Packers fan I know. They're like, yeah, I'm in like Waikiki with the Packers. It's, it's amazing. The fan I love, go Packers fans. But today – I want to hear, Mike, Michael, who walks away with this W and takes the other team down? You know who I'm rolling with? I'm an Aaron Rodgers fanatic when it comes to QBs. I watch Aaron Rodgers pull fairy dust miracles out of nothing and nowhere and throw these bomb passes to absolutely nobody. Of course, I'm a fan of (laughs) James Jones. Everyone knows. I absolutely love his comeback. He's been killing, so it's almost like there's been nothing no, Not a single step missed with Jordy Nelson's injury. And I definitely want to see Jordy come back. He's an amazing
2: player. The connection that he has with Aaron Rodgers is
1: awesome.
2: I mean, what's going to be interesting is, will Randall Cobb keep his spot on the depth chart next season after Jordy Nelson comes back?
1: Well, I think that's why Randall is working to come back and prove himself this year. And I, I can't see Randall next year not, starting, I, I see them kind of maybe working it out in some weird way. We'll have to see what's going on, but he's definitely trying to prove that he still deserves to be in that lineup. The big question that uh, a lot of people have had, and uh, they've actually uh,
0: written...
2: I don't see after yes, the, the season that James Jones is having that James Jones drops to the number three spot. I just don't see it. You never, but only way, but, but only no, I way didn't I say that though. It, The only way I I can see it is if Jordy Nelson doesn't come back healthy. Because, literally, it it is three players. It's Jordy Nelson, it's Randall Cobb, and James Jones.
1: Exactly. And we don't know what Jordy. Jordy, that was a major injury. So, we've got to see. And, you know, Randall's still a little banged up. So, I'm not ready to pull both of them out of the starting lineup. We've, You know, with the rehabilitation and everything, I would love to see Jordy come back and claim his spot. But reality sometimes it doesn't happen for players. So having a James Jones there, I'm not ready to give James Jones the number three spot. I'm just saying that right now Randall Cobb is proving if Jordy's not ready, I'm still here. And despite the current injuries and being banged up and bruised up, I'm still here to run with this 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 young buck. So, you know, just in case and if Jordy's back and he gets back in the rhythm you know, Randall might have to take that number three. I don't know. We we really have to see when it comes to this team because what Aaron Rodgers does with his players is amazing. And I absolutely enjoy watching it every week unless they are, like, anywhere near Minneapolis. I, I, don't, I don't like it then. And then I don't like it at all. But I cannot deny how talented Aaron Rodgers is. And lately and recently – Peyton Manning has been on this struggle kick, so I'm even shocked that the Broncos are honestly undefeated. So, Michael, I wonder what your take on this is. Well,
3: personally, I'm not, i don't really know at this point who I want to win. It, you know, for the for the division, you know, which I said, like I always say, is I pretty much roll with whoever our division is. You know, when it comes to outside, um, you know, playing someone else. Um, but basically, our, if there's a 50-50 split in your head, you're going to pick the
2: team that's in our
3: division to win. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm going to roll with us. I'm not, you know, I've am not. i never really been like a huge Denver fan. I know a lot of people are. And that's not a fit. Everybody loves it for a specific team, and I'm cool with that. I've just never been like a Denver fan, but like part of them like that. But, you know, usually when it comes down to.
2: I mean, whenever I was, 50-50 split, I usually pick against the team in our division.
3: <laughs> well, division, I mean, division. well, here, the reason why I don't really concern myself about the, you know, going for someone in the division because it doesn't affect, if you, it doesn't, it's all it doesn't really affect their overall record, but it has nothing to do with the division. That's why I can do that. You know, I don't, I don't worry about feeling bad about it or going against them because I want them to lose. I can really care less unless it comes down to being a conference game. Then that's something, something totally different. Like today with the Bears in Minnesota. You know, I would of course I'm gonna go for the Bears because it's hometown team. how do I know how it's gonna turn out now? Uh, as far as what they'll have to do as far as as far as you know, what we're talking about Green Bay and, you know, with Jordy Nelson being hurt and things, I think the best thing for them to do is if he does come back healthy healthy is just to utilize to find a way to utilize all four of them. You yeah. You know that's uh, what I would do. I wouldn't be like oh yeah, I got a uh, hero, one, two, three yeah, and uh, I'm I'm doing that. I'm like okay I got four really good weapons that can stretch the field at any time. That, that's you, you sound like out. a coach right now. You sound I like am. a coach right now. I was and as, <laughs> a coach, <laughs> you know, as a
2: coach, you know, as a coach, a I'm not disagreeing with you at all. That's, that's, but we that's also know these do. are wide receivers.
3: These are
2: exactly.
3: wide receivers. And, and that's wide receivers want their one spot. Well, that's the reason, and, and and having played wide receiver, this is that's why you take you put put your weapons on the field. Period. You, know, you if know, I got four solid. If I got four solid, if I got four solid weapons, then you create spots for them. You make it happen at You a do exactly. You don't, say, you don't you have do. to have. You don't have to have. Well, I got one, two, three, and all. Well, when my man, my number one, my number one, number three get back, that's who I got to put this position because you know you why, it, do, that you, when, you why do that when why do that when there's enough the room for both everybody. Both y'all
2: quit. Quit sounding like coaches over there, and tell me who you think is going to be on the death chart: one, two, and three. Quit sounding like y'all being nice and politically correct. <laughs> I'm not
1: being nice. Like, well, okay, okay. So, got, so let me say this. To... Why?
2: Because
1: because they politically have to give them numbers and like say if they're first or second stringers. I can't answer that. I haven't seen Jordy Nelson come out of rehabilitation. So uh, as of right now, I'm seen Adam and, and really, James
2: Jones. I wasn't really saying uh, about. Jordy Nelson. It's my opinion that Jordy is going to be on the field. It's my opinion that James Jones has made made it known that I want to be on the field. I'm more than a little
1: bit of
2: a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
2: little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
3: little bit of a little bit of a little bit of James
0: Jones was gonna get on
2: the
3: field. Exactly. He's he gonna be going somewhere in the, the rotation everybody- He's gonna be somewhere in the everybody- rotation because it's smart football. Right. To have him in the so rotation. It didn't matter but if everybody to be, was wanting what I'm to I'm to help is, you so to I'm to not saying right. that. What I'm saying is to be effective, if you really wanna blow people out and you really wanna shut people down and you say, Okay, well you gotta come to Great pay. you got you gotta send all four of my number one wide receivers. I don't have one, two, three, four. I have all four number ones. I can go to them at any time, and they all be there for the ball. And that's the that, difference. You that's are no running different. from my question. You are. I'm not running, running from, from your question. question. I'm not running from your question. I don't have a. I don't have an order. I'm, what I'm saying is that there is they're all interchangeable. So it doesn't matter who you put on the field. It doesn't matter who number one, two, or three is. The <laughs> fact that they are they're all. Very talented. They all bring different skill sets, and at any time you can use those different skill sets. Why well, I got to choose? I don't have to have a depth chart. I just have. To. So it does not matter what play I call, what formation I call, because they all know the plays. If I say, "Hey, I need you three to go in there for this for this series and handle business," I got okay. These three and never miss a step. Why I got to choose? And if that my choice choice, has already been my if, choice has already been made for me.
2: If that's and that's the that's the announcement that we're not putting out a
3: death chart. But since
2: we know that's not happening
3: I don't have have him on a death chart. If I am mean, I'm, I'm not gonna list number one, two, three, or four 'cause I don't know. I could change from week to week. That's my option as a coach. That's my option as just having a choice. Okay, I, don't, I, I, don't I
2: see. I, I see. I'm not gonna get you to stick to one answer. You're gonna pick know, all three know. answers.
3: I'm just. Uh, you asked me how I felt, and I'm just telling you. If I have, uh, if I'm Green huh. Bay, I have, and I have the problem of having four of the best players in the league on my team, where would I play them? And they all play the same position. I don't really There's have to make I, I just have to. I, I just have to. I just have to have a scheme that fits different skills. I'm tapping out
2: because you. You should. I'm just tapping out. I'm, <laughs> I'm tapping out. Talk about Plus good. He gets the I, W.
1: Like we can't make a depth <laughs> chart. Like. We we can't do that for next season. We just can't. Um, we'll leave that to Mike Parker, Dom Capers, and the rest of the lovely Green Bay Packers crew. We can't. We can't even <laughs> guess right. that All until right. we even see what goes on in our season. we so be, yeah, so be draft So right now today, I need to know who is going to come out of this matchup, the loser, and get his first L. And who's going to bring home their first W? That is my concern for my hey, Steelers. Just because
2: of you, I think the Broncos just because of the you said, that I'm picking the Packers first, to yeah. go on a losing streak for the rest of the season. That's what uh, that happened was. Yeah,
3: we know. Today it's is okay. the first
2: game in their losing streak. Yep, that's what happened was. That's funny.
0: <laughs> no, but Green Bay,
2: I, I do think Green Bay to lose. I think. Uh, I think the. Defense of the Broncos is something that the Packers haven't seen all season. Hey,
3: you think that they're going to stop Aaron Rodgers?
2: I don't think anybody's going to stop Aaron Rodgers. All right, so what's, yeah, what do what you calling I that? I, I think they're I think Aaron Rodgers uh, is stoppable. I think literally the Broncos are going the to the stop Broncos. everybody else. Well, if and, if and with that being said,
0: sport, uh, if there was any I'm one sport, the one
2: player is not enough, that's football. I'm
0: I'm
2: well, you, And you know factors. what else? That's and, and and the,
1: the, what I wanted to address, aside from the Jordy Nelson situation, because we're talking about a player who's not even on the field, a concern mm-hmm. that's been coming up has been Eddie Lacy. And Eddie Lacy's performance, and he, there's even a, a journalist or a few journalists that, you know, Wanted to make comments about his weight. What's going on with Eddie Lacy from what you see? From so when you saw his rookie season and what you see now in year number three, do you think the injuries have slowed him down? Do you think, you know, the no. way he's been?
2: Okay. I'm sick of though. people saying he's overweight. I'm sick of people saying there's injuries. I think that's just the national media just needing something to to say. I literally think all it is is defensive coordinators have a job. Defenders have a job. I think they just figured him out. In a rookie season, you don't have any tape on a person. In a second season, uh, a player has something to prove. By the third season, defensive coordinators have may have literally just figured you out. And Eddie Lacy, while he is not fallen off the cliff as far as being a good player, He's just not spectacular as spectacular as he was in his first season. Um, we have had players um, all over the spectrum that after they have their quote-unquote breakout season, fall off. I mean, one of the national uh, conversations we've had all season is, has been Chris Johnson, because after his quote-unquote great season, he fell off. He's just having a resurgence. But there's a lot of people that have a quote-unquote great season and then fall off. Look at Larry Johnson in Kansas City; he fell off after his great season. It literally comes down to: do you have do you have the ability to adjust once defense, defensive coordinators adjust to you? And so far, Eddie Lacy hasn't proven that he can adjust because defensive coordinators have adjusted to him. And you we know what, we can go down on list of running backs. We have we can go down a list of running backs that have had a great season. If you don't adjust in that following season or a following two seasons, I don't think I don't think we need to come up with an excuse of overweight or injury. It just might be that he's not as good as we thought he was. And I'm not saying that he's bad because it's clear Eddie Lacy is a running back that I would not mind having on my team. But is he is he the same player that he was two years ago? No.
1: I think he's better. I think it's a different um, mindset. I do think the injuries have slightly affected him.
0: Um,
1: I don't think that before that there was like no performance that, at all. I mean, and not the fact that they didn't have film on them. I think more or less that it was. What's happened is I've I've actually seen him slow down and not be as explosive since his his major injury. Okay, so and I, I'd, say, I'd, I'd, I would say I that has an effect i that that, and, an and it, but it has. And it has in an article that I did um, about a year ago. Actually, where I actually re- did research and even sat down with doctors from Northwestern and sports medicine, mentally that can't put it this way. You know how you and, and this doesn't. It's not for everyone. People can push past an injury, and they can keep going like nothing ever happened. Um, which is, you know, one player that we can attest that to is Adrian Peterson. But there's several others. And then some players always unconsciously have that mental block. You just get too close to where that surgery was, and just naturally they pull back. I mean, we
2: we we do it.
1: So, and I I I've I seen mean, that. Also, I'll again, think, I'll I, pick I do a great agree player. that
2: there are. T- I pick a great player that proves your point, Tom Brady. Anybody get close to his knees, he he is not great anymore. The Giants proved that. All you gotta do is make him hear footsteps. And he is a different quarterback, and I'm not going to say you're wrong about that. I'm just saying that all of these people trying to come up with excuses for why certain people are are not as great as they once were, and that's all I see those are as excuses.
3: If you're great, you're great. Because Adrian Peterson. Well, if Adrian Peterson is great,
2: he's still great.
3: Well, here's the deal: when you're dealing with an ankle injury, which is what he has.
2: It's well, not yeah, as right.
3: easy as you think to, you know, be confident I mean, and, and cutting yeah, you've, and, and doing you've all got to those cut, things. Right. I've, I've had, well, like, I've had two very, I've, i you know, I play running back, so I have two. I've had two sprains. One was worse than the other. And if he's playing through it, and he's not taking time to rehab it. Yeah, his ankle was sore. Yes, he's gonna sore, oh, man. It don't, it don't have anything to do with weight. I played cornerback
2: in high school way. and I also ran hurdles. I have a bad ankle sprain on my on on me. I never ran hurdles the same way I did once I came back from my ankle sprain. I know ankle sprains are not minor, but the re but the reality is when you are a GM, you have to make hard decisions. Is he the same player? And unfortunately, no he's not. And why well, But you
1: wouldn't have been able to make that decision until now. Like, you couldn't do that to him last year. You couldn't do that to him coming out of his surgery. You didn't know how he was going to come out and play. We have seen his performance decline, but is it necessarily – yes, they're stopping the run. But then I also look at the, the O-line, too, and I look at the holes that – you know, he's, he's going to have mm. to beast through some of those holes. He's not getting as, as many openings as he used to. I mean, the, the defense is on him. So I got what you were saying earlier, but I just think he's lost a little bit of his explosiveness. I don't know if it's mental, or I don't know if it's literally the injury in his subconscious mind, like, please don't touch my ankle. So I, that's where I am with him. I don't think he should be traded as of right now, today. We have to have that conversation. Eddie Lacy is the Eddie Lacy two years ago, but I don't think that the Packers should give him up in the trade.
3: No, you no, know, I don't
2: think said. him. I I would love to have him on my team. If I'm any team in the NFL, I would pick up Eddie Lacy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Eddie
3: Lacy is not what he was two years ago. And well, like I said, I, you also have to take into consideration he yeah. is running on a bad ankle. He has to adjust to how he has to adjust to that, and that's not, you know. When you Trust me, I've been through ankle rehabilitation, so it's a lot of adjustment because you're worried about putting pressure on it. You're worried about what's not you can plant, you know, regardless of whether you have it taped up or regardless of whether you got a fat on your shoe to, you know, add to reinforce it. The issue is he still has to get back to running, to learning how to run with that injury. You can't just expect him to say, oh, man, I sprained my ankle last week. But I'm good. I'm about to go 100%. It's, it don't work that way. We all know this. You said yourself he had an ankle injury, So, it has, you know, as far as his production, I, I, myself, I I contributed to the fact that he has to learn how to run with a bad wheel. All right. So, are we all going with the Packers today? I just, like, threw that out there. No. So, no, for the no Packers. You, you heard
2: me say that today is going to be the first day in the Packers' uh, losing streak.
3: I don't think they're going to have a losing.
2: Streak.
3: Are you are you and and Yeah, hey, but see this is this is Mike we talking about. I, he are going, hey, are it's you what <laughs> he going to hate? you know he gonna "Hey, just let it go." What's that? Let it go, go cuz you know <laughs> No, going. I do, I, literally going do. To be, I literally he is not going to Bronco. give them any I went on the street uh, You I see whatever. <laughs> you know, I think i Broncos is what Do know. I right. know okay, it's you
0: know
1: it's that's cool though no you'll surely don't no we'll, we'll <laughs> no so good fine. that's how he feels that's how
3: you feel that's you, how he you feels, are inside okay. of okay. it we are not true no Broncos for mike yay <laughs>
2: so <laughs> you can hear that she has no confidence in that statement <laughs>
1: i just don't have any Peyton Manning confidence anymore i just I'm, I'm over that, but
2: Peyton Manning has not been the reason they've won all six games that they've played.
3: The, the winning game they've won is because of their like, defense. Season. Before that, and that's all I see. Okay, but they're winning, and it doesn't matter. Some how kind you of get way, both those teams are winning. Exactly, and, and both of them are saying <laughs> they need to be better than what they are. Even they're saying it. They and neither, neither, they team, with, right.
2: neither team understands how they're winning. <laughs> they don't know. it <laughs> you know, know. Yeah, we won. We don't but,
3: know it don't know. Matter. but it does not matter as long as, see, it's a toss-up.
1: What was that Starbucks eating? So with that being said... We've got two for the Packers, if you're from Minnesota, the pieces. We've got two for the Packers, one for Denver, the Broncos. This is, yeah, one for the Broncos. And so I guess that's how we're rolling today when it comes to that. But right now, we have a premier matchup of which, if you could see me, which we were hoping today we could get the live stream up and we can, but if you can see me, oh, my goodness, I am so wiped out. Yeah, it feels like repping. somebody threw a yeah, on her. Yeah, I'm repping my team hard. Yeah, somebody threw a purple her. This is another NFC North.
2: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that does not even matter. Yeah, but Yeah, that, that other team NFC over there North. don't even matter. That team got it. Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback. Yuck. Wait a
0: minute. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> And don't, 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 don't,
2: get, don't get it, don't get it, don't get it, she's a huge, she's a huge Vikings fan, if you were around her at all, anytime we're not on the air, we know she's not a Teddy Bridgewater fan, so I just said something that she didn't, she's not I agreeing know. with on air, but she is not a Teddy Bridgewater fan. And you don't have to be to be a fan of the team, that's a great thing about it. <laughs> Team, but it still looks like well, it's arm. it's
1: I have I have Teddy Bridgewater issues right now, and I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is playing sort of with a lack of confidence. He has a great arm, he has some great looks, and Teddy, if you are looking at a few people who happen to be covered because the other team watches film too, there's so many. There are times you, you can run and get a few yards. There's just so many ways that Teddy could capitalize, but like standing in the pocket. You know, waiting on the Calvary to, like, you know, bring you some pastry I wonder if he needs glass. I don't know. <laughs> you know Teddy Brothers, what Teddy Roosevelt
3: was doing? I wonder if remember he needs glass. Day? Remember back in the day when you, used to play you play can't to down. that football with field. <laughs> you Remember back in the day when we used to take that football? He can see the field. How do you know you
2: don't have his eyes?
1: You can't see who's in front of you. <laughs> Like, like, the, the box is stacked see. right here. He can't boxes see stacked Oh, my, I can't make a hole. I don't
3: give this to Adrian yet. he to go might, somewhere. He, he might need Bible. Awesome. I'm just saying. Know, I I'm saying? don't know saying. You might
2: need Bible. I
3: am One, one thousand, two, one thousand. All I'm and saying is. they got to me
2: too quick. That's you said one, doing. one thousand. He's not even doing one, one thousand. It's like one
1: Mississippi.
3: He's like, he's going to count I mean, what he takes. I mean, let's think about it. If you're at the game, right? Minnesota has the ball. Teddy's your quarterback. Well, you may actually have the opportunity to go get yourself a drink and come back, and he still has the ball. Man, thrown it yet? That's how long it feels like he's taking forever. So that's why I was saying. You know, can you? You gotta attribute to something else. Maybe he can't see. Maybe he needs glasses. I'm not sure. You know, he might need to. He might need some binoculars to see downfield. Who knows? I don't know if he's nearsighted, far side or he can't feel. But <laughs> I'm all I'm saying is, I have enough wherewithal to know, like, okay, if there's somebody next to me, I might need to get rid of the ball. And I'm I never playing for that. I play running like, so I know what first feels <laughs> like. But there's no reason for you to be sitting there like, oh, you know, man. Hey. He's I'm just Let me throw say, "Hey, you throw the we called five thousand rushes at the beginning of the game. You ain't supposed to hit me before that." He's just
2: getting mad that they hit him before the five thousand
3: rush. I, man, is. I told you, he need glasses. He need glasses. He might need he might need a wellness doctor. He might need to meditate before the game. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know, because players have pregame
2: rituals.
3: So and I don't know, if, me, you know, I don't know it. if it's the music he's listening to. You know, I don't know if it's, you know, if, if, if he's going to take a shower before the game and smell messing with him when he hey, got hey, there. Hey, hey, but like, that's a oh good God. thing.
1: <laughs> there are players that
2: do that. No, no. I know, that's why I brought it up. That's, that's, that's like real, but, you know. I, I got a question. We already know he stands in the pocket too long. Yeah. One of the things that we, that everybody used to say about him coming out of Louisville was he was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in his draft? Mm-hmm. And it just me, does not seem like he's lost his accuracy? <laughs> no,
0: he's, no. He's,
2: no. Oh, yeah, Mike
1: like he can't Michael play. has turned him into the, the lighthouse for the blind. <laughs> <laughs> I saying,
2: mean, like, I don't, I don't he, think, he, think it's no that. Few times he gets the ball out. When he those no few times he gets the ball out, it's almost like the players are making spectacular plays, he's not as accurate as he wants was. I think he's afraid.
1: I think something is shaking his confidence. Man, he's not warm-up and can't see,
3: all That's all I'm
1: saying. Because, to be honest, last week's game, had Teddy connected, last week's game would have been a blowout. I understand that they did get the W, and Blair Walsh seemed to – just about make it up over the upright. Well enough time for the Vikings to walk away with the win. But I really don't see Teddy playing with confidence. That that's that's the issue that I that I see. He's when that O line is holding everyone as long as as long as they can hold them, and they're starting to break the line and Teddy hasn't released the ball. It's so you can you can see it in, in his movement. He's like, Oh my God, I gotta get it somewhere. I gotta throw it somewhere, oh my god, so and he actually does have players open. Adrian's not always going to be the golden person. A lot of people are even writing Adrian's performance. I don't like that because Adrian's got all these years in the league. We've got tons of film. No, every team is not going to let Adrian continue to make a fool out of them and just run all over them. Hopefully that does happen today, though, because we playing a game, a team that can't stop the run. So,
2: Go ahead, give him the ball. ball I mean, the Bears couldn't stop the run if it was Curtis Enos, Rashawn Salam, or whoever else you want to play. This
1: in man game. said, Curtis Enos. If y'all were born in 1990 or after, you He went no way idea. back. <laughs> <laughs> he went way So if
3: you don't know who Curtis Enos is, please go him, look him up, you know, whatever browser you yeah, use. It's his name out there. That way you get the background. Cause you might be like, who's the turn of the scenes? But you're a, if you're a true okay, football fan something? and you've been around for If
2: you're for a saying while, who, and the Bears
1: couldn't stop that person, that tells
2: you something. Well,
1: they're going to try. They put a nice cute little thread out to Adrian. Um, And Adrian was slightly banged up coming into this game, but we all know him. We know his heart. We he know everything. He's going to come on the field. When he's on the field, he is going to run, and he gives you a 210%. But aside from him, looking at the, the Vikings rookie, Diggs, Diggs has been amazing, 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 amazing pickup. He has gotten on the field. He stepped right into the game. He's been the go-to guy for Teddy Bridgewater. So that's been a help. I love the rotation that North Turner does. he's starting to do it a little earlier in the game when Adrian hasn't been able to get loose. It's nice to see him rotate Jerick McKinnon and, and Matt Asiata in the game sort of trick the defense up a little bit, get a few yards, I love that rotation because they now have to prepare for different playing styles at the running back position. When Teddy Bridgewater is accurate, he does find his tight ends,
0: he finds digs,
1: and he will find Mike Wallace. It just takes him a little longer than normal. So when, when his accuracy when he has to go long has been pretty good, but it's not consistent enough. For what I thought Teddy Bridgewater Would be his sophomore season So that's the answer That I'm looking for Blair Walsh is making a comeback Blair
2: Yeah is comeback. And we're going speak of Kickers right now uh, It has come out Today that a few teams Are asking uh, Can they trade for Robbie Gold A few teams want Robbie Gold on their team uh, The Cats is looking At me like why
3: no, I would never trade no. for a kicker. No. Well, no, we, no, 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 before we continue, let let's, let's break it up real quick. I just want to get people though, for those of you watching the game, or if you have, you know, turned the game on yet to see Detroit get dismantled, dismounted, whatever you want to call it by Kansas City.
0: Um,
3: it is forty-five to ten, and I mean this is. You well, hey you hey, know, we, we we've just, already I'm made just. the Lions
1: fans feel pretty terrible on this show this morning. That was awesome. They were they were excited because they just got a touchdown. You just came and daggered them to death. Like oh, what? Uh, it's what?
3: It's forty five to ten. It's
1: man. been. It's probably it's gonna be one hundred and five to like
3: thirteen. That's an expensive trip. I'm sorry. That's an expensive that trip. That is an expensive trip. It, it is. To are uh, you lying? You know, they mad that I'm, they ate all that horrible like we said. Food. You know, I mean, it, I, it's, I don't even think it's the food. You can't say that. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. It, 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 you can't. It's twenty five to ten. All right. Man. Anyway, back to our discussion Lions. about teaming. Yes, the, because we are like, taking it you know, away from my
1: the fact that my squad is here in Chicago, right. ready to um, make the Bears bow down. Forget their bear down. And I'm excited, and I'm all in purple and gold, and I believe in everybody, and I'm oh, praying like I said, for somebody threw up I lit some you. candles. I,
3: but, yeah, uh, you well, know, you know I'm what, and I ladies and gentlemen, proud. not not to not, not to bust out. You know, sometimes we have to throw. I don't like to call throw up on the bus. We have to shine a spotlight on the person who's talking. You know, our our adamant Bears fan today did not wear his Bears jersey.
2: We got on him a costume early.
3: Why he is talking okay, about? Okay, see, y'all are trying cast, to call me. I don't no, need a Bears our, jersey to be a Bears, Bears fan. I, I know you don't, but I'm just talking about. We already had the discussion. I'm pre- and, and fans, you can you can call this show, and I'm pretty sure you can say, let us know if you're If you are a Bears fan, and you know sure shirt co-host is a Minnesota Vikings fan, why wouldn't you? Come to the, come to, to show up and represent. Because he, you know she's he do
1: it. me down under the table
0: about my day. Food. Even, even and I'm and, <laughs>
1: and he wore a White socks hat to make me feel bad about the Cubs. But yeah, that's, that's yeah what you want yeah, you You want us to make sure you left this tailgate. You 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 wanted to make sure that you left the tailgate. Nobody knew you were a Bears fan after this beatdown. I, oh,
0: I See, it now. And, and see that's that
2: where you want to go in. Okay. i you. If you really want to go there, we got to go there.
3: Let's go there. Come since on. Instead of going there,
2: even <laughs> Adrian Peterson, the star running back of the Vikings this week, said that Matt Forte is the Steph Curry of the NFL. He has all of the tools. Do whatever you need him to do, and he's, a, he he's does. the most valuable player. He, he did does. Say, he did say all of that. So when your your best player is giving respect to our best player, I don't need to assist in this process. And then the week before
1: that, agent called himself. And he here comes the
3: come excuse out. of why so, he's War well, his jersey when they're playing. <laughs> and because, it's not because wrong. he doesn't need to it's because they're because. Wrong they have, when it comes because to be because Adrian Peterson said that Matt Forte is a great <laughs> running back. Which he's not wrong. We all know that Matt Forte is a great he running back. Is. We all know his skills. He didn't say team. greater than he me.
2: He just said he was a great running back. He just said Jay. he's great. He actually McCoy. used to
1: turn so Steph Curry as most valuable player. I don't think Steph so Curry had
0: most And Michael Jordan thinks
1: LeBron is a bee's knees, too. What that's right. Mike is still Mike. Did you just say bee's knees?
3: Did you really just say these knee? Yeah, he didn't, because yeah, we're he at did. this
1: tailgate, and oh my God, like I swore it was the fall, but
2: it's like six hundred twenty-two thousand bees, and I think they want hundred. Uh oh, breaking news. Uh oh. Calvin Johnson left the game with a with an ankle injury in the fourth quarter. I mean, Mr. what? Mr. Glass.
3: <laughs>
2: Mr. Glass.
3: It's it's not <laughs> looking good, people. Um, you <sighs> know, um, we we've already Trades talked about that. Not, not, just to, not to reiterate the, you know the. The, 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 you, know, you know, repeat ourselves But it's It's, it's, it's just not looking good for Detroit The Lions you
2: know? have given us so much to talk about today I am <laughs> this done this talking about like, the Lions like, oh,
3: man, oh I God. am back and on the NFC North And check it, it out If Nashville, you are The Bears
1: have not won one at right
3: all There, you know um, If you are if
2: you're, if you're in the area You, do and you, have you don't have a place to the, and the, Lions, okay. and
3: the Lions. Yes, they did Ahead, if Mike. you're in the area and you don't have a place to tailgate, you can come out and hang out with us so here at Sportsman Loud at 14348 Paulina Street in Dixmoor, Illinois, 60426. We will be having jerk chicken today, ladies and gentlemen, along with five dollars bucket bid specials. So you need to get down here, get your belly full, have a good time during the game as we watch our two uh, super fans see whose team is going to win. I hate to say it, man, but I'm kind of rolling with Minnesota on this. You I know. would never
2: say I'm rolling with Minnesota.
3: I know, I know you would. I'm the Bears and I don't <laughs> think you I You don't real. have to. Don't, uh, we do not expect bandwagoners. I think that. Uh, I'm not I think a, with, bandwagoner. With, if, I will a bandwagoner. I would never be a bandwagoner. If I'm Nora Turner and I'm That's playing the Indian Bears, and, and if, if, yeah. I'm the, if I'm the Minnesota Vikings and I'm playing playing the Bears, I know that. I wouldn't call one pass at all. I'm just giving the ball to
2: Adrian Peterson all day. Well, no. Which is probably um, what they're gonna do,
3: but they're. I, I, I doubt it's it. It's gonna be a more. It's gonna be a very balanced attack when they hit the Bears today. I guarantee. Today, but, but see what you, I What, what the, I would do I wouldn't is wouldn't I, would pass, 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 I would go ahead the and. and
2: so they're the gonna open up the Bears Defense made me to. Why the Bears defense ain't made nobody They can't stop. The can't, ball, they can They, they, they can't, can't
3: stop. They can't stop the pass. They proven they, they can't, can't stop the run. pass. So yeah, the Bears have to do of. a
0: better job of
2: stopping the pass than they so, do that so, so, so you agree
3: with so us We, that, we, we, that we now, now they, right? I'm just saying. You agree with Minnesota's
0: going
1: Now let's slow down because I'm going to look at this actually <laughs> from a professional standpoint, and, and this is being true. The Bears are coming off of a bye. They did have a week to kind of rest up mm-hmm. and heal up. We get um, we're going to see Alshon Jeffries back on the field, supposed to be ready to go. I believe his intern role is going today. He's gone from probable to the fact that he will play today. Of course, we have a wonderful player who thinks he has Adrian Peterson's number. I don't think he has it if he bought a jersey. But, you know, he gets paid to stop the man, so we'll see what he can do. But overall, the confidence of the team really raises for the Bears when they have Cutler on the field. And we actually did see the difference when he was out and when he came back. They play different. He has his wide out that he connects to. So, Though the Bears defense hasn't been stellar. The Bears actually have played ball. There, and, and, and then you will probably never hear me say this again. Their record this season isn't a true reflection of how they play ball. They they don't let up. The Bears I agree with play you. so so. That's I, I, I do play.
3: agree with you on
2: that. I will agree with that one hundred percent.
3: Yeah, I agree with Bears. You. The Bears
2: actually look better than they did last season. Um and looking better is a great thing and we're we're clearly on the upswing. But because I am a Bears fan and I'm a proud Bears fan, I have higher expectations than just looking better. Because I have higher expectations, I won't hesitate to be very critical of them. But if I'm honest with myself, we look a million times better than we did last year and I honestly believe the Bears are in every game that we played this season. The only game we weren't in this season was against Seattle, and that was when Jimmy Clausen was the starting QB. That was the only game we weren't in all season. So I do believe the Bears are going to give the Vikings a run for their money. I actually believe the Bears have the ability to win. If that's going to happen, if I'm honest with myself, I have no idea, but I am – I do believe they're a million times better. Are they good? No. Are they a million times better? Yes. But that wasn't hard considering how
3: horrible they looked last year. (laughs) You have a point. But I think what it comes down to also is when you look at them on paper, how they stack up against each other right now? um, You know, Minnesota has a number seven defense, whereas the Bears have a number ten so that's going to be – I think that's where they're going to really have the differences at. You know, our, the Bears defense is ranked, you know, three places higher than the uh, Minnesota offense is. But we've all – you know, we have already know why that's an issue. You know, they have issues with court, with the quarterback getting rid of the ball in a timely manner. Um, it's not that they don't have the skilled players either. I think that the two teams that we're talking about have great players. You know, but it's just a matter of them getting into – you know what works for them on a consistent basis. The Minnesota Vikings defense has consistently showed up for games. You know the the two games they lost weren't. You know they it's not like they got blew out. This they should have been wins. You know they should. I, if you look at it from a realistic standpoint, they should be six and up. You know, but from what, where we're at now, they're four and two going against a for two or four Bears team. Which at times, which you know, either looks good or doesn't look good. Um, so the final, real quick, of the Kansas City Detroit game, if you want to call it, that was 45 to 10. Ladies. The game is over. Um, mm-hmm. You have 25 minutes until the Bears game starts. Is mm-hmm. um, like I said, if you are looking for a place to come out and tailgate. And enjoy yourself. You are definitely welcome to come kick it here with us at Sportsman Lounge at one four three four eight the Street, Dixmoor, Illinois 60426. We have chicken on the grill. I think we're gonna have burgers and some other things. We have drink specials. You know, so yeah, do yourself let's a let's favor. A bit more. Get out without, the house. Without
2: breaking, without breaking FCC rules, let's be a little bit more specific to what those drink specials include. Ten uh, dollar bucket. The, yeah, ten dollar bucket. domestic buckets is always a good thing.
3: Yes, it is. And that's five bottles of beer, ladies and gentlemen. Five bottles of beer on the wall. See, I was trying to avoid breaking FCC (laughs) rules. Well, okay. I I understand, but, you know, it's just five bottles of beer. A bucket. We're not saying (laughs) who it is. It's domestic. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying, twenty-one and older, ladies and gentlemen. That is it. If you are not old enough to drink, you want to stay home and watch the game. That's all I'm saying. All right. (laughs) And so, (laughs) where are we at, Cass? On uh, where are we at right now? I know. Are we? Are we still talking about the Bears? Bears Are we still on who's going to win? Wait a minute. Wait a
1: minute. You know. We have a division on North. Match, an NFC North matchup going on with a team that hasn't beaten a team in their division this season, another team that's beat a divisional rival twice, and we've spent all this time on the Lions. We're we still... about to talk about some more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wait a also, minute. We haven't even
2: you got to the bottom of it. You're not going to look the ability to talk about college sports this week, are you? No. We may we not got got get to it. it. This is where got I'm gonna... working out to be a version of
3: that. <laughs> hey, see,
2: I want to talk about it.
3: We will. We'll get you. We All leave. right. Definitely so, have <laughs>
2: he
1: wants to go to college, which automatically tells me two for the Vikings, one for the Bears. There you have it. He'll be sitting over there watching his Bears. That's why well he didn't wear any. He's going to be embarrassed when they lose. I Leaving think
0: it's going to be today. interesting. But, hope a ride no. me out.
2: but just, like, just like when they rolled me out for what I said about Detroit a few weeks ago, I'll be sitting here just, just enjoying the fact that the Bears won, and she's going to stare at the screen. Well, and, and not know. figure out how. When I well, gave Detroit kudos and said that might be Detroit's first win, and what happened? No, you didn't do that. And what I'm saying is you're going to be doing that again. I, I, no, matter of fact, what I do remember no, her saying, I, she's I going to be yelling. She's either going to be yelling at, at, at the screen at Teddy Bridgewater or yelling at the fellow cohort in the room of tailgaters. I hope she's yelling at the screen and telling tell, Teddy Bridgewater because that would mean that my Bears front seven figured out how to get to him.
0: So moving along to <laughs> the Bears. It's oh, gonna gonna going to be an home. interesting
1: day. It is that time for some NCAA wish, football. Uh, there were some pretty shocking endings, especially if you saw the Miami
0: Duke game. Okay.
1: There were some pretty heavy blowout scores once the game. But it's all
0: about And some injuries
1: And the player Who got suspended After Waiting to play again How about that Ladies and gentlemen So we are going to Swing it over Officially To Mike and Michael So that they can bring you All the highlights Of NCAA football That we all like Well ladies and gentlemen It's
3: I'm waiting for the music To be public This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to load a quarter person that is involved That's fine. Well, even though, let's get right to the ladies we got something going on in the background. Uh, Ohio State, who is still 8 0 and on a bye week, after an impressive win last week, um, JT Barrett is starting quarterback has decided that he, uh, unfortunately, has been suspended for DUI. They are fighting him with a misdemeanor of defense. We're going to see if we can fix the music. Oh, there we go. It's finally off. It was getting to me. Anyway, as I was saying, um, JT Barrett, the quarterback who took and led Ohio State to the national championship last year was suspended for that um, oh, no, no, no. game he after being started. with. No,
2: Championship. That's the great. Well, one. No. Even when you're well, start- yeah. he just played the one even game. When starting QB, goes down for a suspension for a game. When you get to your new starting QB is going to be the guy that took you through the playoffs to win the national championship. Yes, we do believe J. C. Barrett is a better QB and should be the starter. But how? How great do you have to feel if you're Ohio State fan when your your second string QB is
3: Cardale Jones, aka 12 Gauge? Exactly. I don't think they're. You know, a lot of people were talk, you know wondering how this is going to affect them when you know when they get back on the field next weekend. And I'm kind this missed the stuff. Cardale Jones has shown that you know through his his first seven games he's fine. You know, so I mean, even though he actually, even though though he's, you know, be
2: better for him. He knows throughout the end of the game that he doesn't have to worry about getting pulled for JT Barrett because he could just go out there and play. All season what he was doing is he says that he wasn't worried, we're we're very happy, we played well together, which might be true, but as a person you have in the back of your head I could get pulled for this other guy. He knows I'm not getting pulled for this other guy. During that playoff run last year, he knew he was not getting pulled for Braxton Miller. He was not getting pulled for J.C. Barrett. Both of them were injured. He well, you know,
3: but at this point, even still, you have to look at I think it's only going to be a one-game thing. I think ultimately this year they're going to go with JT Barrett, you know, of the service pitch and go with that, you know, Car- Cardell Jones, because even though they are unbeaten, he's been spotty this season. So, right. you know, when you're Another looking at it from game. that standpoint, you know, it's, it's really as long as he comes off the bench and has a great game. You know, he's consistent know he made a good decision. They're, and then on top of that they're playing you know, they're they're, they're not really but they're playing. playing Minnesota. Right. <laughs> they're playing Minnesota. It's
2: not like they're they're playing Clemson or Florida or Alabama. They're playing Minnesota. So let's also I'm sorry fans of Minnesota, um, they're not playing a great team. So they they are confident that Cardale Jones can do what he does. He did, He does exactly. still have the best arm, or he still does have the best arm on uh, Ohio State. He has a strong arm, and I'm expecting uh, them to come out and win. But we cannot ignore some of the other games that happened this weekend. And during the pre-show uh, fist fight, A.K.A. the pre-show meeting, Cass brought up a game that uh, we can't ignore. That Duke versus Miami game, although it was against two teams that are seem to be irrelevant for the rest of the season, that was one hell of a game. Um, the final play to end the game, Miami has decided, yeah, we don't want to lose and look like crap for the rest of the season, I hope, because uh, we've already fired one head coach. We don't get a need to get another guy fired for the rest of the season. So they came out and they decided to win.
3: You know, the great UFC thing about game is, is, was, is that game was rather li- boring. <laughs> is, the, the great thing about that game is, you know, what I like to see is teams who don't really have a lot of line. You don't have to – they're not really concerned about, you know, their ranking as much as they're just performing day in and day out. And when you take and you actually, you know, perform the lateral to perfection. <laughs> When you run a lateral play to perfection to win the game, and you and we have all seen this in the, in the NFL, and I don't think I've even seen it in the NFL done to where it's been successful. But you know, it, it, it just goes to attest to this, their their to want to win no matter what. You know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm watching the playback of the play right now, and they're just they're doing whatever they got to do to pull this game off, man. So kudos to Miami, their 30-27 victory over number 22 Duke last night.
2: Uh, you know, definitely shows
3: some, some, some moves for them. Uh, hopefully, they can turn it around, and once they get their coaching things resolved, it'll be better. But, you know, as far as an exciting win goes, hey, man, they're five and two, five and three right now, and they're two and two, even with even after the coach has, you know, been fired. So, you know, I think it'll be okay. Any other games you want to go over, Mr. Man? What, what, you, what, you, what uh, else you want to call our folks? The game. The
2: Cal game. Very boring. <laughs> <laughs> very, 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 very boring. You know, I, mean, I have it, to bring something it, 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 up.
3: It, go ahead, go ahead.
2: I'm a fan of University of Illinois. And Illinois has had a rather mediocre football team for a long time. And during the first quarter or the first uh, few series in that Illinois-Purdue game yesterday, they looked like there was going to be a halfway decent game. And then the final score was 39-0. to That was embarrassing. As bad as U of I has been in the last 10, 15 years, I cannot say that I remember a more embarrassing
3: game. And, you know, it, and, it, and it's sad because,
2: you they know, consistently
3: Illinois, have something to exactly. It's not like they can't recruit. It's not like they don't get good kids, you know, good good talented athletes. I, just, I have not been able to figure out what their issue is, you know, whether it's the coaching it? or, you know. Well, can't, a lot and like of said, people have given them
2: a for this season because of the coaching situation that happened over the summer
0: mm-hmm. because they
2: fired their coach one week into – one week before the first game, and while that is true, they have fought and they've looked respectable most of this season when you give them a quote unquote wash, but they've got destroyed by Purdue. they literally got destroyed by Purdue. It looked embarrassing. I don't like I said, I can't remember a game that I was more embarrassed by, and Illinois has gotten destroyed by Ohio State over the past few years by Michigan State over the past few years, over some good teams over the past few years. But yesterday was just embarrassing. I literally fell asleep uh, in the fourth quarter, and when I woke up <laughs> from my nap, I wanted that to be a nightmare that I just happened to see you while I was asleep. Wow. That was embarrassing. 39 to nothing. And it. It looked like, okay, we're going to – our defense was going to hold them. They they held them to three and out in, on their first two drives. This was going to be a low-scoring, respectable game. And then after that, Purdue said, all right, let's quit playing with them. And then they just – Illinois threw a pick six. Illinois couldn't hold the special teams. Illinois couldn't hold – yeah, whoever's playing crickets, because I'm talking about Illinois, forget you. Uh, but it was just embarrassing. So we can we can switch on and just talk about some other things because it looks like University of Memphis is trying to crash the uh, the top four. If if Memphis just wins out, they could end up crashing the top four and say yes that the American Conference uh, should matter. And that that to me might end up being the biggest story this season, after Memphis beat Ole Miss and said, "Look, we are here. We're not we're not irrelevant. We are we're going to play some football." Uh, it has Leonard Fournette and LSU have done their thing. Clemson has done their thing. It almost seems like Clemson and LSU have made it clear. We're going to be in the top four. You all can fight for those other positions. You're just going to have to fight because it's going to obviously come down to out of the Big Ten, who is going to be undefeated, is going to be representative of the Big Ten. So it looks like uh, Michigan State and Ohio State are going to be battling to represent the Big Ten. Iowa says they want to – to do something about that, but we won't know about that until likely the Big Ten Championship. The Florida State is not as good as uh, we thought they were going to be, but they're they're still going to be hanging around. Well, I mean, Another right now
3: they uh, if you look at the rankings and see how you know how they all they're all played out as far as their records go. You know, even though. Ohio State the rankings really won't mean
2: anything come Tuesday. Oh, come I Tuesday,
3: know the rankings. Anything. This, is all, this is all as of last night, you know, with, with, uh, with how we're talking about now, ladies and gentlemen. But if you look at the fact that, you know, you have a few 8-1, and 8-0 teams, you have a couple of 7-0 teams, you have some 7-1 teams, you know, but what's really separating them are their points. You know, it's not the records that's separating them, it's the points. I was only ranked number ten. That doesn't mean that they can't jump up, you know, in the in the, in the points for you know the playoff points and get to a higher ranking. Um, right now, the team that's really doing the most damage is Clemson. Yeah, you know they're they, I mean, they've jumped up to number three. I mean, LSU is right behind them, I and mean, you have TCU at Michigan State. Now, I do agree with you. What's going to come down to it is, you know, the if you look at the uh, the Big Ten situation, it's going to be very interesting to see who the Big Ten champion is. Cause you have Ohio State who's a no, you got Michigan State who's eight no, you got Iowa who's a no, you know. It, I mean, um, the
2: biggest thing hurt in Iowa. The biggest thing hurt in Iowa is they're in the, the weaker of the two Big Ten uh, divisions. They right. haven't played anybody, and they won't play anybody worth talking about until, the Big Ten championship, and Michigan State and. Michigan State and Ohio State play uh two weeks before what would be the big Ten championship, so it's gonna determine who's in the big Ten championship likely it, it I think Ohio State plays in the second to the last game they play Michigan State, and then their last game is obviously Michigan
0: right. so
2: that's going so we're gonna the big Ten is is an unknown, just like the s e c is an unknown. Florida is Florida is going to represent one side, and it's likely going to be Alabama representing the other side. I mean, so the SEC East versus the SEC West, and that's going to be interesting because Ole Miss, arguably they could win out and still represent the SEC. So the SEC and the Big Ten, we still have no idea what's going to happen. The only lock, I mean, then you've got LSU. The only lock that it feels like is going to be in the uh, in the top four for the college football playoffs. If I had to pick today, is Clemson because there is no lock. There is no lock for.
3: Uh, Sir, so are the final you saying week. Ohio? Are you saying Ohio State by the end of the season won't be still won't be number one?
2: What I'm saying is there's no lock because Ohio State still has to play Michigan State. And there's only going to be one team representative of the Big Ten Conference, and I can't pick that because we don't know how Ohio State's going to do against Michigan State, and we don't know how Ohio State will do likely against uh, likely against uh, Iowa if they survive against Michigan State. Because let's say they lose to Michigan State, they're not going to be number one. Is just not going to happen. If they lose to Michigan State, they will drop. So we can't know what's going to represent the Big Ten. There's a lot going on in the SEC. We can't know who's going to represent SEC. Only team that I feel like we know who's going to represent anything is Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only team I feel like we know anything of. I mean, yeah, and then you have a, a point. A, I mean. Literally in the SEC, you have Florida, you have Alabama, you have Ole Miss, that arguably could win out, even uh, even with falling so far to number nineteen. And you have, wait, well, I said I said Florida, you have Ole Miss, you have LSU, and you have Alabama. That's four teams that can end up representing uh, the SEC. The Teams that can end up representing the the Big Ten. You have Iowa, you have Michigan State, and you have Ohio State. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Michigan can end up representing uh, the Big Ten. But well, you have a lot going on there.
3: Well, I mean, as far as they're well, they're three and one right now. As far as the um, just the division,
2: right? Just division,
3: right? As far as the conference goes. So but right let's now, say,
2: let's say oh, Michigan State. Let's say Michigan wins out. And even if Michigan wins out, let's say Michigan State loses one game, the tiebreaker would be head-to-head, and Michigan State would re- would represent the tiebreaker. Very true. So, unfortunately, the loss that Michigan had in the conference would, would come back to bite them. Even if Michigan State lost one game, they still would win the – the Big Ten West.
3: They just would. Yep, it's, getting, so, it's interesting, ladies and gentlemen, when you sit back and look at how the teams are all ranked in their respective conferences and the way that, you know, their respective divisions of those conferences, to sit down and, and really try to get a pick on the uh, teams We haven't even mentioned it, it, the Notre Dame factor. Obviously. While a lot
2: of people. <laughs> a lot of people put Notre Dame in the ACC because they are a de facto member of the ACC. Technically, they're still independent. We have not yeah, been Notre Dame fans.
3: And they are been playing ACC
2: great. Member. Right, Notre Dame's playing great. I literally thought Notre Dame's competition was yesterday. Well, Notre Dame's playing otherwise.
1: And Corey Mays will love you for that. So we have more NCAA football updates, scores, and opinions. We'll be tweeting them all day on our Twitter page, which is Football Fan Rush, or you can follow us on Facebook at Football Fan Rush Radio. We're also on Google Plus as Football Fan Rush Network. It's time for us to get ready for this Vikings-Bears Battle of the NFC North. So we definitely want to thank um, U-Stadium. U-Stadium has always got our back. We're actually chatting live right now at U-Stadium. If you don't have the app, Go to the app store, download it now. It's the letter U, the word stadium, all those one word. Super fun. If you're a diehard fan, you'll absolutely love this. Also another great site to follow. You plenty of updates all day long, real time. Sports Manias. Gotta follow them on Twitter. They're absolutely amazing. Another great group of people to work with. And just in case you want to know where to find our podcast, if you weren't able to check 'em out check us out live, Mike, tell them where they can actually listen to our podcast after we go off the air?
2: Well, the best place to to find it is to go to footballfanrushradio.com and click on the link to listen live. But you can always go to blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio, the place that I upload it most commonly for my personal listening to see where I sounded good or sounded bad is I use the Apple Podcast app. easiest place to find it, which a lot of people already have, is the TuneIn Radio app, and Football Fan Rush Radio is searchable there. You can upload it. If you want to use an RSS feed, uh, use the RSS feed for us. Go to RSS Radio app and type in for the RSS feed. But the easiest searchable spot is the TuneIn Radio app and type in Football Fan Rush Radio. So there you have it. You can always listen to
1: our archive shows. You can always check us out on social media. Give us your opinion, your thumbs up, your thumbs down. And next week we're going to have a fan call-in show. We'll be talking college and high school football and the steps they have to take to make it to the pros. So we are signing off to get ready for some black and blue football in the NFC North Division. So I am cast wrapping it up for the day in all of my purple and gold glory. Go Go Vikings.
2: Sorry for you I will not support the term That's
1: that's why he didn't wear his gear He knew that they weren't
3: going to wear it Exactly, he knew We don't know yet Got you Thank you all for Chiming in and listening with us We do want to invite you one more time Out here to in our tailgate here at the Sportsman Lounge at 14348 Paulina Street, Dixmore, Illinois, 60426. We have drinks, five $10 bucket specials. We have jerk chicken today. We're having a great time. So come out, kick it with us. Have a good time. Let me tribute to these great people here who treat us very well and allow us to use their establishment um, for our show. We definitely want to give them a shout-out. And, you know, come out and have fun. You know, contribute to to, to, to the atmosphere, and I guarantee you will not, not,
2: not, not contribute to your own personal delinquency and, and participate and partake in some fun field inebriations and some food you, to watch it down.
3: You know what I'm saying. We are going to have a great time, and we want to see you here.